Hi, welcome back to The Teacher's Promise. Once again, I'm your host, Brett Hansen, and I'm honored to help celebrate some wonderful educators. This week, we have a kind of a special uh, short episode, our first of a series of funny stories from teachers who have already been on as guests. Um, this week, we're going to listen to Amanda Spoody's hilarious story about a middle school science experiment that uh, got a little bit linguistically out of hand. Uh, Fortunately, the students didn't really catch on, but I think most of you will understand exactly why she told the story. So this one is called uh, the Tootsie Pop Lick, and it, as I said, was an experiment in a middle school science class. So I hope you enjoy it. And make sure you come back next week when we'll have the first half of a spectacular episode with three performing arts teachers who just recently put on a spectacular version of The Addams Family. I'll share a little bit more about that at the end of this episode. So... Let's enjoy Amanda's story now. Oh, goodness. So if you teach middle school, you know, there. Well, I'm just going to say it. We have some quirky moments. Um, so I teach sixth grade, and I think I think I said this earlier. Whenever, whenever I tell people I teach sixth grade, I kind of get like a, ooh, really? Like, kudos to you. I think it's the perfect age. So, um, you know, elementary, it's a little bit more needy, right? Lower elementary. By the time they get to eighth grade, I taught eighth grade. By the time they get to eighth grade, they're not, they're kind of too cool for you a little bit. So I really think sixth grade is just kind of that happy medium. They can do a lot of those things independently. They still think you're really fun and cool, right? Um, so I have so much fun with, with our sixth graders. Well, I love them. I have to them. tell you, my high school students think I'm so cool. It's impossible to measure. They just, <laughs> they just oh, love Mr. You. Hansen's the coolest. So yeah, I know what you mean. Hey, I had Mr. Hansen as a teacher, and I, I'm not going to do this on air, but I can still recite your Robert Frost poem. I, I'm, I'm ecstatic. <laughs> um, okay, so my funny story. So I teach sixth grade science, and in the beginning of the year, we always, I, I teach experimental design. So independent and dependent variables and how to like really have a valid experiment. So one of the things that we talk about is having what is called a constant in an experiment. So for example, if I'm going to, I always use the example in class, like, let's see if chewing gum helps you focus better on a test. So we'll, we'll have everybody um, take a test, and then half of you will chew gum and half of you won't, and we'll kind of compare and see if, see if we have any difference in our results. Um, but then I give the example of if you, on this half, take an eighth grade math test and you guys take a fourth grade math test, What's wrong with that? And the students all say, well, you can't do that because they're two different tests and then the person or the people who do the eighth grade test are not going to do as good, right? So that's a constant. You'd have to have the same same math test to make it a valid experiment. So we were just doing a really fun experiment in the beginning of the year to, to teach this and practice this. So I decided to do an experiment on how many licks it takes to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop. And, you know, I was going through pre-lab and we were talking about... Um, what data we were going to record and how we were going to write it down. And a student raised his hand and he said, Mrs. Spooty, what if my lick is different than somebody else's lick? And I stopped for a second and I said, okay, Max, you're right. I said, that's a good point, right? We need that to be constant. And he's like, well, yeah, what if I suck harder than somebody else sucks? <laughs> and I said, and I thought about it and I'm like, and none of the kids were laughing. Like they were being very serious about this. I was dying on the inside and I was like, actually, you're right. You know, like we do need to, we need to define what one suck of a, of a sucker is. So we spent, you know, five minutes maybe of my class discussing of, of how to make our, our looks and our sucks of our suckers all the same. And, um, 
I really wish I had another adult in the room at the time just to kind of like feed off of because oh my goodness I was just rolling dying laughing and they were genuinely serious about it and we kind of established what what one would be and then we did the experiment but it's one of those where like you go to lunch and you're like oh my gosh you guys I have to tell you the story of what just happened and oh it was pretty fabulous I'll never forget it Max was his name and I was like you know what Max that's a, a really great point because we want, we want it to be valid. So that's my sucker story. Well, good job, Max. Needless to say, I haven't actually done that. I've, I've changed my um, you know intro experiment throughout the years, and I only I didn't do that one anymore after that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> better safe than sorry. Yeah. Yeah. At the, at the other end of the public school <laughs> spectrum, by the time they're seniors, most teachers don't know why the students are laughing. Oh, and, that's uh, it. So right. So it is it is nice to to yes. be at the in the, the control. The, yeah, and they're you know. We have some moments where they're they're innocent, which is nice. And and sometimes I say things and I kind of look around like, oh man, okay, but nobody laughed. I can keep going. You know, yeah. they didn't catch it. So yeah, it is a good age. I like it. Is a good. Yes, it is a good age and a wonderful story. So thank you, Amanda, for sharing with us the Tootsie Pop lick. How much of a suck experiment in the sixth grade only in public education in middle school uh, would that not wind up being an Amazon Prime? comedy special in the making so um, thank you for joining us this week for this quick episode and I want to please ask you to come on back next week when we hear from three spectacular performing arts teachers working together to create an amazing presentation but more importantly to create connections with students and talk about how the performing arts really give us another avenue into uh, the students hearts and to expand our own experiences as educators So please remember to check out our Facebook uh, group page and consider opening up that link to nominate an excellent educator. Um, I'm running a little bit low on nominations, and I really want to share as many stories as I possibly can. If you aren't on the Facebook group or a part of the Facebook group, you can go to Hanson Education Services or theteacherspromise.com and um, click on the link or just send me an email with the name and email address of someone you think should be on the show, an excellent educator who has a great story to tell. So once again, thank you very much for being an educator. Make sure you take care of yourself and have a great day. 